Hey world, welcome to the Nola Rowe Experience Podcast. I am your host, Nola Rowe, and I'm also here with Mr. Mele. What is good, y'all? What's goody? Everything's good. <laughs> you brought it back? I brought it back. <laughs> Everything is good. Everything is good. Cool. Even our challenges are good because they're here to make us stronger and give us experience and teach us things so we're gotta grow earth thing is good but we do get annoyed who you telling with the pettiest of things who you telling first and foremost you definitely one of those people you get mad at everything or like little you know little annoyances like i get like neurotic with like little you know you know what's interesting about that and i think it's something that definitely needs to be checked i feel a lot of times we get really angry and annoyed with the people we care about the most no and we will calm down and basically take it easy uh-huh, check, check ourselves yourself. with mm-hmm. strangers um but then we we i guess you hold it inside and you, i'm gonna keep that inside and go home and take it out of my husband you know yeah oh my kids, that's something though. i want to change yeah i want to do the opposite spaz out on everyone else and then not the people i care about and then in about 20 years you're gonna have to figure out how to change that because <laughs> later on in the episode, I'm going to tell you why. So mean to everyone. <laughs> I'm going to tell yeah. you why that's a bad idea. Not just because you're being mean, but I'm going to tell you why it's a bad idea for you. Uh-huh. So first thing that I want to point out, first of all, this episode is all about, you know, just the, the pettiness that we get angry about. Um, and the, the, and you, I don't mean to discredit anyone's feelings. You know what I mean? If something resonates with you a certain way and if, if um, you're annoyed or you get upset, um, if it, it causes some type of trigger, then uh, I, I get it. I sympathize with it. I understand it fully. But um, there are so many different ways of maneuvering through everything that we go through. So this one is my pettiness. The, 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 uh, we're going to be talking about things that grinds people's gears, right? Just petty it stuff. Grinds my gears. <laughs> so this doesn't really grind my gear, but I want to mention it anyway, because I feel uh-huh. like there's a population of people who needs to hear this. Okay. Shout out to the people who pronounce the L in salmon salmon yo i've heard that salmon is incorrect guys stop (laughs) saying salmon it's salmon salmon but to the defense of these people these weird people the English language is very difficult. Facts. Like, I think about someone who's learning this language as a second language. 
and a lot of the other languages don't have these weird things that the English language does the silent letter um, yeah letters and five uh, different meanings to one word or different spellings to what in the sound but it sounds the same that's like that could be a little jarring to some people. it is it is and it's funny that I have actually been saying that for years uh-huh. um and it's it's so hilarious that when Pharaoh uh, my son when he started um when he was when he was able to articulate some of his concerns at three years old he voiced that issue he mm. said this doesn't make sense like at three years old yeah at three years old That's we so were smart. he was literally um my child has um been learning his alphabet since he was four months old Ooh. Ooh, I'm about to so, start next week. so he knew how to read before he could speak Oh. I know a lot of people going to be like, how you know that? Trust me. Yeah. But, um, okay. Yeah. Cause we were going through these different words and what you said, a lot of these words that have the same sound, but different spellings and different meanings and all these different things. And uh -huh. he's like, how is that possible? That doesn't make any sense. And then you and, can't even really explain it. <laughs> no, and I said, to, no, I said straight up to him. I said, baby, that's just the way English is. You know, um, me and my best friend were talking about it um, because she uh, she speaks Dutch, and hmm. which is a weird sounding language. Yeah, Dutch is interesting. They have a lot of different and and that, yeah, they <laughs> like Hagenins and yeah, but um, but I love it. But so she, I remember one day. This stands out to me. We were on our way to a total concert and we were walking down the street talking about it. And she was like, why do they have all these different words? They have fan and fan and fan. <laughs> fan <laughs> like if, and, and like if you're a fan of a person. Uh, but then there's also fan, the, the equipment, the device that provides uh -huh. air. And then it's also the motion if you're fanning. Yeah, it's like, a verb. Why? You know? But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the Ellen salmon is silent, people. Salmon. Okay. And although it doesn't uh, grind my gears, it's um, something that, you know, when some s certain things occur, it occurs to you. You see, you see what just happened there when certain things occur, it occurs to you. That's another example. Anyway, so it, uh -huh. whenever someone says salmon, I don't say anything, but my brain lights up. My brain is like, there it goes again. So deal breaker, if you are on a date and someone be like, um, y'all have the salmon. Like, no, that's, that's happened. Check, please. That's happened. My, my boyfriend, he's done that. Your current? Yes. But he's, he's much bigger than I, that. I think different of him now. He's he's much bigger no. than that, and he's uh, he's bigger than an L. You know what I mean? <laughs> really, literally, huh? L literally. It takes no L's. So the next one. Unless they're in salmon. <laughs> they are. Nah, y'all gonna have beef after this. All right, so the next one. Yeah, people revealing spoilers. Oh, and I hate this one. So I'm one of those people. 
who if like when Avengers came out, I deleted all my social media. I'm one of those people because I would be so tight. And I, w- I was big with this on um, uh, with w- The Walking Dead, too, because they had a big like a lot of episodes that was like, oh, who died? And then especially with social media, everybody want to be the first person to, to, you know, tell what happened. If I know there's about to be something, Game of Thrones, done. I'm off. Until I watch the episode, I post, I make a little post to say, all right, y'all, um, until I see this last episode of Game of Thrones, I'm off. Delete it. Delete it from my phone so I don't get notifications. Nothing. That's neurotic as fuck. People. Nothing. Bro, that's so neurotic. You know what? And and social media is the place where this spoiler beef happens because you don't know when. It. You know what? You're uh-huh. right. I'm not going to lie. You know what? It does cause tension. You don't know at what point on your timeline you're going to be scrolling yes. and somebody says one thing and you're like, and like the other day, someone said something about um, the movie Frozen 2. Uh And I responded, I was like, why would you mention that on Facebook? And he responded, if you haven't seen Frozen 2 by now, then you're (laughs) never, you you weren't planning on seeing it. Then I'm like, shit, okay, you do have a point there. There are some, yeah, those are granted. So there is an expiration, like, you have to wait. There is an expiration. Yeah, you have to wait after a certain amount of time. I don't know what that time frame is, but you have to be smart, like, gauge it. And and you said something really important that people feel super pressed uh-huh. to be the the delivery person of yeah. this news, you know, but game Everybody of wants to be the media. Fucking thrones. Mm-hmm. I, I will, that was one. I deleted. I will defriend you in real life offline yeah. over that show if you like who and, killed the ice king when when that episode was coming up. Did that expire like we could mention it? If yeah, <laughs> that's one of those if you have not seen that by now, Bruh, just jump off. If a you haven't seen it by now, unless you're not a Game of Thrones person, but if you are a Game of Thrones person and you haven't seen the the death of the the, the Ice King, that was epic. That's one of my all time favorite shows. I didn't even know you were a throny. I am a throny. I, I was late, super late to the to the um thronies. But you caught uh, up. I caught up. Listen, in 2016. The summer of 2016, I was literally just going around and, and arguing with people at barbecues, debating and f- fighting with Aria, people at barbecues. she's going to be the faceless. And- Listen, Aria was my girl, but there was, uh, they ended one season with, um, with. Uh, cliffhanger? Yeah, with a cliffhanger um, where we weren't sure how. Um, Daenerys. Oh, oh, okay. Huh? Not that it was the Jon Snow one. It is about Jon Snow, how he's related to her. Oh, okay, okay. So that was 2016. We ain't even really get the meat of it until 2019 or 18. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. All those years. Oh, so that's true. Yeah. I sat down, Mr. Melee. I sat uh-huh. down with a note pizad. I sat down with a pen and paper and wrote down all of these facts and came to the conclusion that John is her nephew. So you did, you did it on your own. You created a whole family tree. 
Well, not the. So, come on, sir. You just gonna disrespect me like that? I didn't create not, a family tree. You so I mean just based on the few things that I knew because in that last episode <laughs> uh -huh. there was an episode where he was learning that he wasn't a bastard, and uh -huh. I was sitting in my bed. And I jumped up and I started screaming. I was like, John, John, because we knew at that point, well, I knew in my head, he has to be a, an, an ear to the throne Uh huh. at that point. You know that, I was that's, so, that's what they would, that's where they were going to take it. Yes. And I was uh -huh. so hyped about it. And I'm like, but he's related to Daenerys. Cause when they mentioned the Baratheons and all of that, and for the people who don't, who've never watched game of thrones sorry you know yeah. please please don't switch the dial <laughs> mm -hmm. stay with us but um yeah once i figured that out i was so hyped man how did we get into this i'm gonna start watching that from the beginning spoilers i love that show it was freaking good you, you see they coming up with another one right no i did not about aria no um actually i don't know what it's about but it's called Yes, yes, yes. They did mention Something that. With dragons. House yes. of Dragons. Yes, before. Um, so it's going to be about the Targaryens. Yes, wait. Yo, whoo. Can't wait. That's going to be fire. I'm there for I'm it. I see baby Jon Snow, how he got um, separated from them and all that. Baby yo, Daenerys. I, I think it's way before that. I think it's oh, like, before, oh the story. Like hundreds of, of years oh. before that, when dragons oh, actually existed. Oh, so with all of the uh, the forest people or something, and how like the Ice King was made, they're probably gonna go to that. that. We saw how the Ice people came about, but like the, that story, the, the that White whole, Walkers, yeah. They're probably gonna, it's gonna be that time. And I think, well, let me first of all let me tell you that it took me a long time to get into this show, because a friend of mine she said you should watch Game of Thrones with me. I saw the first episode and I was like, all right, I'm liking the trailer. But then uh -huh. the first episode, they introduced something supernatural, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of this. Like, it just looks so. Yeah, you know, I had the I same thing. But I just, it was too many white people. There were no black people. Yeah, I was like. It wasn't too no many white people. people. There were no black people. I can't watch this if there's no black people. <laughs> so then she was like, keep watching. So I watched episode two. And by episode three, I was like. All right, I can like this. It was a, uh -huh. a, a very well put together story. Mm -hmm. um, I actually like sci-fi, but because my brain wasn't expecting it in the moment, I was like, no, why are we White Walkers? The fuck is that? Um, <laughs> but it turned out beautifully. People are really angry about how it ended. And I'm cool with the mm -hmm. ending. I'm like, you know what? I don't need anything more from these people. I'm actually glad it's done. I'm happy it's yes. done. I'm happy it's done. And I rushed. like the way my starks landed on their feet i love the whole stark yeah. story but Happy ending i am starting to feel like we can do a whole episode about game of thrones we need to move on oh yes 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 yeah please let's do because yeah okay we might need to do that when the new thing comes out we do like Yo. a pre and do yeah and sidebar that new thing that's coming out that's going to be ratchet and ghetto as fuck because those those people were savages <laughs> You know that, right? Yeah. They were burning. You messed with them. You're more probably... savage than, than uh, this one. Yeah, because remember the Mad King. Anyway, so yeah, um, yeah. the next <clears throat> gear grinder, the next thing that um, people usually get super angry about, it annoys me too, but it uh -huh. only annoys me on certain levels. Uh -huh. Bad drivers. 
Yes. Excuse me. Did you guys hear me burp? No. Oh, damn. I that one. Damn. But I revealed it. Yeah. Get close, a little closer to the mic next time. <laughs> so, bad drivers. Like, yo, I would be in the car with my mom and she argues with everyone on oh, the road. Yes. And I'm in the car with her like, mom, they can't hear you. I'm in here going oh, through it. Oh, she doesn't actually argue with them. She just argues with them. She argues at them. At the at them, yeah. So okay. she argues at them. She's like, "Watch what his fucking mom doing. Watch what he doing. You're going or you're going? Like, yo, watch what he doing." I'm a I'm a very calm driver. I'm a very really? relaxed driver. Yeah, I'm not agitated. Nothing happens. But when uh-huh. people are reckless, uh-huh. when people take it to another level and they start doing unnecessary recklessness, that's when. Well, is recklessness ever necessary? But when they start acting crazy, that's when I get upset because I feel like now you're putting, you know, lives in danger. Yeah. You know, I have my kid in the car and come on. Um, That's the only time. But other than that, I generally will stick about um, eight miles above speed limit. Um, I listen to my music. I'm very calm. I don't get angry when people cut me off. I don't Mm -hmm. get mad. I don't honk people when they're at the Uh lights like that whole even honking people when they're not moving like if the light changes and people are seeing it's literally a few seconds yeah i hate those people it's a few seconds that this person is sitting in that light and you're already agitated yeah and if i'm in front of you and you honk me it does nothing to me like i'm like (laughs) yeah i'm a move when this person moves from in front of me, you don't even know that there's an old lady crossing the street in front of me. I'm waiting for her to pass so, so I don't run her over. Like, you don't know what is going on in that other person's car. Yes. You know, this person might be lost. Because how many times have you gotten to an intersection and you're like, should I go left or right? Yes. You know, and the person behind you is losing their shit. <gasps> that has been, that point has been changing my road rage mm. i'm starting to have a little more empathy and and have that understanding like yeah. dang like you don't know what that person's going through in that car like absolutely yes granted there are some just people who should just not be on the road facts but then there are those situations where you know the person's lost or or it's a really old person or yeah you know yeah. you don't know so i've been you know checking myself like ready to spaz and then be like all right maybe yeah. i don't know maybe yeah have a baby and also when having a child has changed my perspective on that too in because the car, you drive now different. i don't drive yeah i don't drive like i because i used to be yo let's go but now i don't drive like that because i have you know the child <laughs> i don't want to be um, in the car i don't even want to be in the car with road rage i feel like especially if it's a too. long drive you know um it I don't want to be exposed to your energy. If if you're angry all the time when you're driving, it's like I don't even want to be in the car with yeah. you because it's such an a, a, an uncomfortable experience just yeah. listening to you argue with people all the oh time and then fighting for a lane. You see somebody yeah. emerging, you speed up to stop them because you feel like if they get in front of you now you can't go where you need to go anymore. Is that what that's about? Like damn i'm on my way to work and if you merge i'm never going to go and i'm gonna get fired what the fuck is the urgency about calm down yeah. you know I, I i know somebody like that who was just like 
every driver on the road was against this person. He was cursing every person out until the point I, I just like, yo, I'm about to walk, bro. Like, for real. <laughs> like, I literally, and he looked at me like, yo, what you mean? I'm like, yo, you are bugging. Out. Bugging. Yeah. Really? Like, chill, please. Because it's, like you said, yeah, the driving, the physicality of it is dangerous, but the emotional part of it, too, listening to this person's cursing, and, and I'm like, absolutely you're killing my spirit right absolutely. now. Absolutely. Like, nobody yeah. wants to be in that vibe. Calm down. You're just absolutely. going from point A to point B, but we take it so personal. And then you have people who, um, you, you, you have some women who are like, I drive like a dude, you know? And I think mm-hmm. we talked about that on another episode where people feel like, if you are an aggressive driver and you drive reckless, it means you're a good driver. And that's absolutely false. You know, the more reckless you drive, the more accident you freaking cause. And yes. you don't want to take somebody's life because you need to prove that you know how to drive in Manhattan <laughs> mm-hmm. during rush hour. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, even nice. go to Manhattan. I don't even like driving in Manhattan. It's too many cars, too many buildings. There's nothing to see here. I became a pro. I used to go there all the time, so like I'm one of those like, all right, we out. You gotta drive different when you here. Yeah, you do, you do, and I'm I'm a fairly um, fairly great driver. There's no such thing as fairly great. That's hilarious, but <laughs> I'm a fairly great driver. I'm a fairly excellent driver. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I'm fairly excellent. I'm not excellent, but I'm fairly excellent. I am a super fairly excellent driver. <laughs> And I take pride in oh. the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to move from point A to point B. Um, yeah. And and just, I, I, like, I like the idea of, you know, just being able to operate this machine. Because I take everything to another level. I'm always in my head. But, um, yeah, calm down, you know. It, but, <laughs> yo, yeah, no. one time, I was a new driver. I was going to Pathmark. I'm driving, taking my time. And this Jamaican lady, she didn't like that I was taking my time. So she came out from behind me. And I'm taking my time with the speed limit. She came out from behind me, rolled out her window, said something to me. I did not hear it. And then got in front of me and kept it going. Like she really stepped on the gas. Now we ended up in Pathmark together. I didn't even know we were going to the same place. So she sees me and now she wants to have beef. And now she's saying, "Um, you don't know for drive and, and saying all types of stuff to me. And I calmly said to her, ma'am, as a matter of fact, I am a new driver. And that's what happens when people are learning. Yeah. Fuck. You got to say now. What up? Did she calm down? Yeah. She didn't know what else to say because it's a fact. Like you don't know what's happening in that car. Like we said before, this might be a person who's learning. We all had to learn how to drive. Yes. And we all sucked. Yes, we did. And guess what? And then as a passenger, you can't tell a driver how to drive from your perspective. Mm -hmm. You can't. You're in a completely different part of the car. Your peripheral is different. Mm -hmm. Your views are different. And then a person who's driving, they're they're at one with the car. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes. 
you know how when you're stepping on the brakes as a driver, your body doesn't get jerked as much as the yes, passenger? Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, you're yes. anticipating it. You're connected yeah. with the car. So uh -huh. as a passenger, you can't even fathom how this person is perceiving their experience. So sure. I've had people tell me, do this, do that. And I'm like, I can't drive based on how you see the road. That's dangerous. Right. I have uh -huh. to do it based on my comfort. Yeah, and, your body and, you know, all that stuff. Absolutely. And if you have an issue... Take the B thirty five. Yummy. Where y'all going? Flatbush. <laughs> All right. Um, this next one I actually do. You actually do? This um, is mine. Yes. This is my pet, pet peeve. peeve. Ooh. Spitting on the sidewalk. Son. Father, I definitely do this. Brother, mother. Listen. I the, definitely do the this. The spitting, I I I don't understand it. Like, what? How? Just spitting in general or spitting specifically on the sidewalk? On the sidewalk, yeah. You're walking with somebody and they just spit right there. I don't know if something, am I weird? Something uh, about that is strange to me. I'm like, are you comfortable? To, are you comfortable just turning your head and spitting? Yes, it's outside. And I think that's the it's thing. It's not really we, like littering or anything. It's not like that's going to stay there. How would you feel? Ruin the street forever. How would you feel if you're walking and you step in a big clunk of spit? Uh, I would be tight, but I would exactly. also. Nobody like, wants to walk in your spit. Yes, it's outside, but find a spot to spit. Spit in uh -huh. a trash can or go, go to a corner and spit where, you know what I mean? Where it's not going to be seen, where it's inconspicuous. Nobody's going to step in it. If I step on anybody's spit and it's slimy and I fall down, man, I'm... Do <laughs> you see? Now you turn this into a whole nother phobia. I'm suing, I don't think I'm suing this the culture. Is beca this became an irrational phobia. <laughs> I'm suing the it's spit not culture. banana peel spit. <laughs> How are you gonna slip and fall down? You just dragged it. I feel like <laughs> you just dragged. Have you ever seen somebody you're, you're spit and it's like, like a, a half big... a cup of spit? Oh, you see, that's a different thing. That person needs to get checked. <laughs> that person has coronavirus or something. Like you got mucus in your lungs, bro. Chill. Yo, you're I don't know. I don't consciously. I think I am a little conscious about it, though, because I do, I would not like that to happen to me. I would not like to step in someone's spit, so I'm a little conscious about it. Especially but, if it's mucus, mucus spit. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely feel like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm a little conscious about it, but I know I definitely have just spit in the street. Or in, on the Honestly, it's mostly guys who do that. Yeah, yeah, you know, mostly guys. you know, because you guys are trained more to be dainty and and ladylike, so spitting is not does not fall under that. Yeah, can y'all stop doing that, please? Because nobody wants to slip and fall and hit the back of their heads, crack nobody their skull. Nobody wants to trip on your banana peel spit. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny. Yo, the next thing, this one right here, <laughs> is worse than spitting to me. This one's this one's worse. People uh -huh. who litter. Let me tell Can't you something. Them. Let me tell you something. One night, I'm driving in Brooklyn. This guy threw an entire 
McDonald's bag of shit out of his car window. And it bothered me for like an hour. The whole time I was driving home, the person who was in the car with me, I don't remember who it was. But I just kept bringing it up like, yo, because... I'm trying to understand the mindset. Like, yes, it is outside. It's not in your house, but this is uh-huh. still your planet. Like, this is where yeah. you live. How yeah. do you feel comfortable just throwing trash? Uh-huh. What, what is the thought process? No? I don't care. I, it's just, I don't give a fuck. Something and about that is off. I, under, I completely understand. I'm pretty sure that everyone does this, but I specifically want to talk to my black people. Stop doing this shit, man. It's disgusting. Because when I see us do it, I I get a little extra frustrated. I feel like we need to do better with this because maybe it's just because I'm around more black people, but I see it all the time. Stop chointing Pony Grung. Stop chointing Pony Grung. You said anything, just you don't want it in your car. You just throw it out the window. No, it's nuts. Keep it in your car. Like, carry around a little bag i always do or something where you can put your trash in and then when you get home you throw it in the trash it's or it's anywhere. crazy you could you you're about to go somewhere where there is a trash you will end up somewhere and that's you're the probably thing about driving new york city by 20 trash especially in the city you're driving yep. by 20 trash cans pull over for yep. a second drop it in the trash and keep going almost every corner there's a trash can in new york city almost every corner I will say, and I, I don't, I don't really um, classify this as littering, but I will say I do throw peels, orange peels, banana peels in grass. That's a little different, although uh-huh. it, it still looks bad. Like the visual, it does look bad. Yeah, and you but know, but I won't funny? do it like on a sidewalk or something like that. Like if I'm on the highway, I usually do it on the highway. Like on the highway, yeah. I'll throw it in the grass. Because if you throw a banana peel on a sidewalk, boo. Yeah. No, no, that's just that's just straight ridiculous. up. Um, so, so I had this experience with one of my exes. He littered. He threw stuff oh. out the car window when he was walking. Whatever didn't like it it was a deal breaker for me one day we took a trip we went on vacation when we came back he said new york is so dirty and i turned to him yo if i could have a soundtrack or an orchestra behind me because this was my moment you know (laughs) maybe maybe that's a more appropriate um um, soundtrack but i turned to him like in slow motion all dramatic and shit (laughs) and i was like it's because of people like you who litter you can't uh-huh. go other places that are clean and keep your yeah. trash with you and then come to New York and throw it on the ground and then say uh-huh. it's dirty. Like, what part of your brain is missing? Stip it. Stupidity. Chip it. Stupidity. Stupidity. So what's the next thing? Um, this one. Children crying, crying children. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Irks you? Uh-huh. irks you it depends no what it doesn't level. irk me it doesn't irk oh, me oh this all. is just a general one okay this is just people in general who are not only annoyed by crying children i think they're afraid of it they don't know what to do but uh-huh. i also see people 
um, and this is kind of sidebarish, people who feel the need to reprimand and discipline their kids on another level because they're in public and they don't want people to think that they don't have yeah. it under control. Meanwhile, you're dealing with a child who this is how they express themselves. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Kids express themselves through crying because uh -huh. they don't yet have the language mm -hmm. to express some type of discomfort. And funny thing about it is adults do the same thing. Like we do the exact thing. When yes. we have discomfort, when we have something going on that we don't like, any type of uncomfortable situation, we react in uh -huh. a certain way. But of course, we, right. Of course, we don't cry like babies uh, or, or kids. Yeah, we do. Yeah, some of us do. My bar, my bard. Some of them. Some people definitely do. Yeah, some of us <laughs> do do cry. My bar. I didn't shed. Some people have not shed that habit. But um, the point of the matter is, you know, this is how kids express themselves, and this uh, is how they let you know that something's wrong. Imagine your kid doesn't cry when something really yeah. detrimental yeah. is going on with them, and they just—you will never know that. Okay, something's happening to 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 my child. Yeah, it's the um, to me that sounds like it's more of the parents are more annoying, like the parents of the crying child, because. If my child is crying, especially if it's like something hysterical, crazy, every the world stops. All right, yeah. we got to focus on why this child is crying. If it's saying they have a, it's a toy, they can't get the toy, and they start crying. Listen, all right, listen, I'm gonna explain. This is you can't get the toy. Blah blah blah. You know, take that time to tend to that. Whatever the situation is, take the time to tend to it. Don't just dismiss it and be like, you just stop crying. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. I think the crying is, I, th I think being angry with the crying is one of the ways that we are, that we express our fears, right? Because yeah. we're kind of responding to that child in the same way. Whereas maybe the kid is throwing a tantrum and then we respond with a tantrum uh -huh. as well. Um, and, and kind of forgetting that you used to be a kid too. Uh -huh. And if I had to go back down memory lane for myself, I was a crier, still am a crier. But as a kid, mm -hmm. man, I used to cry Word. for everything. If the food, <laughs> food don't taste good, I'm crying. Like, the fuck are y'all giving me? You know what's funny? Super sidebar. Uh -huh. I have always been a super picky eater. Oh. And, and that's another thing Can that I... Can add that to the list? <laughs> Are you mad at somebody? Is somebody you know a picky eater? Um, everybody knows a picky eater. But I think you're thinking of someone in particular. Well, now I'm thinking of you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have never been to a restaurant where you got mad at me. My yeah. ex, my ex <clears throat> used to be mad at me, like when we went to Subways, and I would be like, um, "Okay, may I please have a, a six foot uh, sandwich?" Not six foot. Uh -huh. What am I saying? Six inch six sandwich. Inch, yeah. Got a six foot sandwich. Anyway, six inch <laughs> sandwich. Um, uh -huh. No meat. <clears throat> Spinach. Lettuce. Black olives. Jalapenos. Sweet onion sauce. No cheese. And please put only three pieces of jalapenos. Oh, you're that. Do not put. Way. No. 
it's not about that, that level of being particular. I don't want you to put a handful of jalapenos in my sandwich because okay. they, I think it's retarded what the fuck they do. They grab right. a whole handful. Who's eating that much jalapenos? Not me. That this is hot. <laughs> so I'm like, just three pieces, please, and spread them out. Put one in the corner, one in the middle. You see, you, see, you are particular. <laughs> you are. I'm when paying you. you. Them, when you count them. I'm paying you, you for this experience. them out. You want one by back? one and put them one on the side. Yeah, yeah. I want me to come back. My ex no, was so angry about that. <laughs> we don't. My ex is, but um, yeah, just, you know, throwing tantrums when we don't understand what kids are going through as opposed to figuring out how can I be more understanding of this child's journey so uh-huh. that I can be more accommodating and we can uh-huh. truly connect. And honestly, I think that's the reason why my son and I are so close. Ooh, people, yes. Yeah. People ask me, they're like, he's everywhere we go, everywhere we go. People compliment me. People compliment Pharaoh. They're like, he's amazing. He's so mannerly. He's this, he's that. And, um, he's such a great kid and i think it's because from day one i always treated him like he was older you know Uh what i mean if he came and grabbed something that he wasn't supposed to be playing with from the time he was a baby i would say this is not a toy and then i would bring a toy and say this is a toy and Mm -hmm. i take my thing back like I'm, i'm not allowing you to play with things that you know you could break or yeah. whatever. And yeah. I kept repeating that for years. And then after a while, he just got it. And I think it comes with patience as well. You know, you definitely got to be patience super patient. I don't even think I have that patience for another kid. I, I don't know if I want to re-explain all this shit to another person who... For another kid of yours or just yeah. another kid in general? Kid of mine. You do. No, I don't want to go through... The lo- it's the love part. The love part is where the patience come from because... I mean, but some people I are feel just like Pharaoh, impatient. I feel like Pharaoh has just naturally been, I think from day one, he has just been very intuitive. Uh-huh. He's not the type of kid that would see a staircase and run and jump down or hmm. see a worm and put it in his mouth. He, you can tell as a baby, he questioned everything. He's doing me, the math first. Yes, me and my mom used to sit there and just crack up because he would just sit there like when people introduce stuff to him, he would stare at it and he's like, nope, I'm not doing that. Mm. And I thought it was hilarious because I'm the same way. You know, very, uh, yeah, very strategic and question everything. And yeah. my mom said, if this child ever falls down the stairs, we know somebody pushed him. Oh, Mars. Because he's not that type of kid to take these risks, right? Yeah. Um, and honestly, I used to push him to take risks. Like, oh, I thought you was going to say pushed him down the stairs. <laughs> no. Like, what? I, used, I used to encourage him to take risks because I know that in life you can't be too, too careful. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, when he cried, I just sat there and ignored him. Or I would put on my headphones if I know it's a situation where I don't know what to tell you anymore, sir. Uh-huh. You know, After or, you explain it. Yeah. If I take something from you um, that it's not a toy, you're not supposed to be playing with this, and you decide that you want to throw yourself on the floor, roll around and scream, I just leave you. And I go about my life. And if I find that you become too annoying, I put on my headphones. I do. 
like no tolerance no and sometimes he would yeah sometimes no tantrum tolerance tantrum tolerance no and he will come to me and he'd be like (laughs) and i tell him when you come to me crying like that i do not understand what you're saying and i can't help you and i'm done Uh uh-huh if you need to speak to me about something speak to me clearly so I can help you if you need my help. And then he just turns the crying off immediately. It's gone. Okay, mom. So whatever, whatever. And he'll say, and I'm like, good. This is how you communicate with people when you need things done. You don't use tantrums to get your way. Yes. You know, supermarket, if he doesn't get something that he wants and he decides to throw himself on the floor, I I will tell him, you really want to be on that dirty floor that all these dirty shoes be stepping on? Really? Okay. That's up to you. Don't go on my bed. Like, that's literally what I would tell him. But as far as, like, the Guyanese people would say pulling him up or defending him just because we're in public and I don't want people to think. I don't care what you think. You know, you don't know me, so. You don't know me. You don't know me. Okay, this one. Mele, this one, man. This is my personal one that. I've experienced countless times and okay. So people automatically believing you're lying about something because they just don't want to believe instead of judging your, instead of judging your character. Uh And what I mean by that is I've had dozens of situations where I say something and people are like, you're lying. That can't be true. And I'm like, based on what? you are saying this based on your perception or based on my character. Uh So if someone comes to you and says, Hey, Nola just walked up to somebody and hit them with a bat in the face. Are you more inclined to believe it? Or are you more inclined to not believe it? It depends. No, I don't just walk up to somebody (laughs) and hit them with a bat. (laughs) I can see you doing that. I mean, I, everybody Somebody can, grab Barrel by the wrist. No, that's a different thing. See now it's a you're, gun, you're, not you're a adding you're adding to the story. Yes. Just just it. yeah, just randomly assaulting people is not believable no, no, because no, you no. know my character. No. Uh-huh. You know? Um so you know if somebody expresses something to you, instead of automatically discrediting it because of your limited views, why not consider yeah. who this person is and how they usually operate and judge it based on that. That's something that annoys me, honestly. And um, it's definitely triggering. I've had it in personal relationships where I would have a conversation or do something and the person would respond with, I don't believe you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you don't have to. But I, I know that in the future, you're probably not a person that I could have certain conversations with. Yeah. You're not objective. You're just a mod person. That happens to me a lot because I hate lying. So, um, so sometimes it can just be like, it's too good to be true. It's like, no, I'm like, I, I don't like lying. So I don't like doing sneaky shit because doing sneaky shit will then entail me having to lie. So I just don't do sneaky shit. And then it seems like I'm lying when I say, no, nah, I didn't do that. Because it's like, nah, listen, first of all, you a man. It's like, listen, I don't lie. I don't yeah. want to lie. So I don't want to do sneaky shit because then I would have to lie. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems too good to be true. And I get that a lot. Like, it's just like, no, there's no way. It's like, yes, there is. There's yeah. a way. 
Yeah, you're coming at me. Character. If you know the, the type of person I am, if you're around me enough, you would believe it. Absolutely. And that's the thing, you know, that's exactly what it is. You know, judge people based on their character and what you know about them based on truth and facts, not based on some type of uh, lens that you have over your eyes that stops you from seeing clearly. So super facts. The next one, the not a one. Um, difference in opinions, which is, oof. This is a social 2020? media. 2020? Yeah. Social Hello, media. Hello, 2020? Y'all be out there arguing about nothing. I think people just want to. Opinions. Wanna, people just want to be enraged. And you know what the thing is, too? People get opinions, like, confused with facts all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's where a lot of the thing comes in like people want to say things like it's a fact but no that's not a fact that's what you're thinking in your your little head yeah Yeah, that's what you think that's your opinion and it's that doesn't make it a fact so you think because i'm not i don't agree with your opinion and you think that it's a fact but it's not a fact like like what's the size of your head you know what's the size of your head you want my whole world to revolve around this one little head you know what i mean uh, you want everything I say and do to coincide with everything that's going on in this one little two head. This is, uh-huh. These are your thoughts. These are your feelings. And um, just the whole idea of I've had like experiences at the restaurant where people would be arguing about certain things. And I'll be like, guys, I can just Google it. You know, let me just yeah. look it up. It's and just right end this, this madness because... Uh-huh. If I think tomatoes are nasty, why would you want to tell me that they're delicious? Uh-huh. You're mad? You're mad. Look, listen, let me show you. Tomatoes, you, you see how they grow tomatoes? I don't care. My body chemistry doesn't click with it. And people are always surprised because I'm a, a vegetable person, fruit person. And they're like, I cannot believe you don't eat tomatoes. That doesn't make any sense. It makes sense because my body chemistry, for whatever reason, doesn't click with it. You know, it just doesn't taste that good. That is kind of weird. But, but who just eats tomatoes? Like, you, you don't eat tomatoes. Like, if there's a salad, there's tomatoes in it. No. Nah, you're going to take them out. No, I can't eat it raw. I should say the enzymes that are in it, the flavor that it has when it's raw, I can't do it. It just makes me want to vomit. But if it's cooked, like in a pasta. Yeah. Yep, I can do that. I can do, you know, ketchup, which is mostly sugar. <laughs> mostly sugar, so that don't even count. Yeah, stop arguing with people about what's going on inside their heads. Go deal you, with your own head. Everything now. Everybody is arguing about opinions versus facts. And a lot of people, like I said, they get there. They think that what they're saying is factual, but it's not. It's literally just your opinion. This is what you think and what you believe. And that doesn't mean that everybody else has to think and believe it. And not just that they think these things are facts. They feel like their opinion is superior mm-hmm. because that's what you're feeling. You feel like this has to be the better one. And, and then, you know, people also get very um, caught up in what other people are doing. You know, um, they'll leave a comment. Uh, she's too fat. Why are you eating that many uh, pizza rolls? Or... 
why why are you dating this guy this guy is below you mm. or like these are all comments like sometimes honestly i will just go through the comments just to see what people say because sometimes the comments are funnier than the posts so Absolutely. i find entertainment in the comments as well but then you Me end too. up you end up encountering these things where you're like really so you're really that angry about this other person's personal life and mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's nuts. So opinions are meant to be different, y'all. Uh, we don't have to agree, but I think it's important to be respectful and uh, be happy that there are differences. That's how we learn, you know. Because another person's opinion might come and hit you upside the head and be like, "Whoa, here's a here's a chance to change and uh, uh, grow up." Yeah. Yes, be open. Okay, this is another dumb one. I've heard so many debates about this. I've witnessed debates about this. I see people debating about it on social media. How a, how a toilet paper oh. roll is placed on a holder. Let me guess, you're one of those people who gets agitated when the toilet paper is under or over? Um, I feel like under is weird. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I mean, like I would... Like in my house, I, I usually switch it if somebody puts it the wrong way. Stop. I wouldn't do that. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Um, so which way do you like it? Do you like it over? I like it over. I had a feeling. You seem like an over guy. But I, I just don't understand why people like it the other way. What I don't understand why it way? matters. Does it get stuck <laughs> when it come under? Does it break apart? I don't know. Does it so now you wipe never, your you ass? never even notice it. It's just like No, whatever. I notice it. I notice the over and under. And then I notice that people argue about it so much. And I'm like, why does it matter? You pull it and you get it and you use it and it does the same thing. Why does it matter if it's over or under? I don't get that part. Being a, it being under is something weird about it. It's like it's lower to the ground. You have to pull your hand down <laughs> a little further. I don't want to do Stop. that. I want stop to do it. this. Stop, stop. I mean, that. wait, where are we? Do this, and that's it. If you got to do, reach under and pull it down, I don't know. But then the people who feel like it should be under, they, they feel like their, their points are valid, too. So here we go with this opinion again. Yeah, that's just opinions, but it, the other opinion creeps me out. I just want to make sure that <laughs> the toilet tissue is not rough on my bottom. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that it doesn't clog the toilet. And I want to make sure that it stands up to water because I need to wet my toilet paper. Uh, if I don't have baby wipes, I have to wet, wet it. It needs to be wet. And I use mm -hmm. a lot of toilet tissue. <laughs> Is there a right way? Is there a right way to what? Is there the toilet paper? Is there a right way to put, to put it? it in? No, the right but way is making sure it's on that holder and it's not <laughs> sitting on the floor because some people will not put that toilet tissue on there and then it gets dusty or it gets wet or whatever. So there are two ways to hang toilet paper over. Most offices hang it over, but I've been, oh, this is somebody's opinion. Honestly, I feel like there's no such thing as the right way. You're not, any time you read something about toilet tissue is going to be an opinion. Every yeah, it's single, all opinions. it's all going to be opinions because there is no right way. According to science. Mm-hmm. 
I think they say it over. Um, I think it's over. According to science, I don't know why, but like you said, this is opinion. So well, let's, either let's way, find, it's opinion. Let's find Bill Nye and see what he says. Bill okay, Nye, so do a video. The last one. This is mine. This is mine. What's the last one? Um, people who chew with their mouths open. Why y'all is duda? Why do you do yeah. that? <laughs> Why do you do that? Yeah, this one annoys me too. No the smacking sound just is annoying. But they don't even know that it's happening. That's the Ooh. thing. They don't know. Even my son, he says, mom, why do you have an issue with that? I said, because it's poor manners, you know? Yes. And I also feel like the people who do that, if they're in the company of certain people, they kind of get it together, some of them. Yeah. So maybe I should take it back that they don't even know they're doing it. Because people generally do. like pull themselves together when they're eating in front of others, like how certain women will eat less or eat I'm going to have a salad. <laughs> I ain't no salad eating chick. Who said that? Eddie Murphy. Isn't that Queen Latifah? Oh, maybe. Yeah, she said I, I ain't no salad eating. Oh, okay. Well, salad can y'all please close your mouths? Just close it. Just close yeah. it. And chew. It's just the right thing to do. I wish when people chewed with their mouths open, all the food would just fall out. <laughs> yeah. But then that would be... Even that would be another one on the list. No, they would get it together. They it wouldn't exist. That's the point. <laughs> I feel bad for the people who are just listening and they're not able to see like some of the madness that you're doing. The gestures. But anyway, that's yeah, a big. So, so guys, listen. The brain is the the body's message center. Okay, and the 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 brain sends these messages to your body and uh whether it's uh stress hormones or happy hormones you're actually controlling the types of hormones that are released and if you feel angry that much people don't even realize that when you have so many issues with so many seemingly petty things you're literally walking around all day long with stress hormones in your body it's unhealthy for your body it, it seems petty like allowing people to to do whatever they need to do on the road and if they need to drive a little bit slower because they're most comfortable with that you can do yourself a favor by just being accepting and loving and and not mm. so fearful because it, it's a you know anger is a form of fear if somebody if somebody's child is crying, put your headphones on, you know, find peace in that. Because at the end of the day, kids are always going to cry. Whenever they need to express uh, a feeling or a discomfort or whatever, they're going to cry. That's how they express themselves. And if you have an, uh, an active issue with that, you're always going to have an active issue. And I feel like it's so unhealthy to accept that. Like, I'm always going to be mad at this. So I'm always going to be walking around with, with this, uh, this stress in my body. But um, it's, it's an absolute fact that these currents come from your brain and they run through your body and they settle in your organs. They settle in your blood. They settle in your cells. Absolutely. Um, think about when, think about when you get angry, you feel your face getting hot. 
Yeah. You sweat a little bit. You probably start to get jittery. That is a clear indication. That's a clear indication that something is happening to your body. As opposed to when you're happy or when you see a delicious uh, plate of food or whatever, your mouth waters, uh-huh. you feel these butterflies, you feel elated, you feel lifted. Why would we choose to consistently put our bodies through that type of stress by being petty and, and just being fearful and angry about all of these things that we can't control? You mm-hmm. know, So um, acceptance, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, and, and growth is so important, I feel, to battle fear. Because fear comes from not understanding things. That's what brings fear when you don't understand. Fear is uh-huh. literally a byproduct of missing information. Uh-huh. So for the people who are walking around angry all the time, which um, comes from fear, um, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's not the other person. Oh, they're making me angry. No, yeah. you're choosing to Hate be that. angry. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody can control their emotions, but uh, you can definitely learn, and it's 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 highly possible. And if you want to come out of that, there are a lot of things that you can do. You can exercise. You can definitely change your diet. Believe it or not, foods can make you angry. There are chemicals and foods that rewire your brain and cause you to perceive things in a different way, whether you know it or not, you know, spend a lot of quality time with people who are um, cool people, you know, being around toxic people all the time or having that one toxic friend or family member or just that person who was toxic. It definitely affects you because it will attack um your progress if you want to get out of that space where you're annoyed or um, angry all the time of course being be in nature nature it calms you down and then again there are some people who are mad at mosquitoes some people are angry at flies some people will literally be cursing because there's something flying around <laughs> so mm-hmm. um there's this other thing that i um i discovered by uh um, my girl, what is her name? Why is her name slipping me right now? Janae Aiko. Love her. Love yeah, awesome. her with a capital V. But she, um, Google trigger protection mantra. Trigger protection mantra. I didn't even know that uh, she, she. Oh, that, um, that, that's okay. The first time I listened to it, I just felt so good. Oh, this is a, oh, oh this is not a song. It's not a song. Um, it's, I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. Go look it up. Trigger protection mantra. And listen to the words. Trigger uh-huh. protection mantra. It's a form of protecting yourself. And it's, it's so wonderful. I love it. It helps me. I listen to it when I work. Um, I do have those days where um, a lot is going on and uh, I can feel it in my body. You know, I'm very, very in tune with feelings in my body and I can feel it in my body. Like that thing that happened last night or that thing that happened earlier in the day, it's still with me. Um, I'm allowing it to stay in my body and I would listen to this or I would do breathing exercises. And, you know, sometimes when you breathe, 
if you take a deep breath and you exhale, people around you who don't understand breathing, they'll say something like, what's wrong? Like, no, it doesn't necessarily mean that something tragic is happening. Sometimes yeah. exhaling releases energies from your body that you just don't want in there. Uh -huh. um, you don't even know what the energy is. You just know that you feel a little bit off, you know? So um, there's this method that I like. It's called the 478 uh, method. Maybe it's... Um, 478. Yeah, it's where you inhale for four seconds or a four count and you hold it for seven seconds and then you exhale for eight or an eight count. Um, so pretty much your exhalation is double the time of your inhalation. And what that does is it, it activates your parasympathetic, uh, the parasympathetic portion of your nervous system that's in charge of the calming effects that you experience as opposed to um, the uh, fight or flight um, hormones that are released in your body, uh -huh. adrenaline, cortisol, and whatnot. Uh, a lot of yeah. us are walking around all day long with a nervous, a nervous energy. Yeah. Seriously, you wake up in the morning, you're angry because you don't want to go to work. Then you're stuck in traffic. You're angry about that. Then you go to work. You're angry at your coworkers. You're mad at them. You don't want to be there. You're mad that your lunch break is so short. Then you come home and you have to deal with maybe a spouse or kids that are stressing mm. you out. Then you have bills and you're in constant fight or flight mode where your, um, your, your nervous system is being attacked, you know, and you can literally breathe and control your own nervous system mm -hmm. and and the 478 method that's what it does it helps to um, activate the part of your your nervous system that will calm you down and you, it, imagine you can breathe and control your own nervous system so Oof. i'm very yeah i'm very Jeez. big on breathing yeah so you inhale on <coughs> a four count whether it's one two three four or one two three four but just make sure that when you're counting the speed remains the same because it's the ratio that's important i count mississippis one mississippi but then that's still speed right one mississippi two mississippi that's still hmm. a different one Mississippi. i mean well you said it's the the timing between each number right that counts more than anything mm -hmm. so if yeah. you do it the same one Mississippi, you know? two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. And this is happening in your head, of course. Uh -huh. you're While you're breathing. Right? You inhale. Inhaling for four. Then hold you hold for it for seven. You count one Mississippi, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then you exhale for eight. And you really want to get as much air out of your lungs as possible. And if you hold your breath for seven seconds and you feel anxious, like something crazy is happening to you, it definitely indicates that you have to do a little bit more breathing uh, techniques. And um, super sidebar, I love my super sidebars. Super if sad. you have any type of issues breathing, whether you, you're out of breath really quickly or if you hold your breath, you start panicking or, or um, you feel like you have to inhale as soon as you uh, hold your breath, it possibly means that you don't have enough oxygen in your body, you know? Um, mm. and, and this depends on the house that you live in, the environment that you're in, um, the type of stress that you're under, but you need maximum oxygen in your body to keep yourself disease-free, to keep your brain flowing. And if you're not breathing properly, it means that you're running out of breath. Like the more breath you have, the more life you have in your body. The less breath you have in your body, the closer to death you are. So, um, 
yeah guys like we we're all annoyed we all get angry about these seemingly petty things but let's just you know establish that there's small things um there there are bigger things that we're battling as a group of people and how are we even coming together and fighting the bigger picture when we're we spend so much time being aggravated by these small things so let's get to a place where we can be calm and understanding no matter what's going on there's a storm going on you should be able to stand in the eye of it and just chill um, and that's what I aspire to do on every level possible less stress mm. less anger less fear longer sure. life yes amen Ashe. 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 And that's out, folks. <laughs> well, thank Beautiful. you guys for listening again. Thank you for not being annoyed when I go off on my super sidebars. Listen, I cut down on my sidebars when I'm talking to y'all because I can go <laughs> on to three different topics and then come back. Super, super sidebar. <laughs> super, 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 super sidebar. Yeah, <laughs> that's possible. So thank you guys so much for... Uh, putting up with us for rocking with us please make sure that you stay subscribed so that you're informed every time we drop a new episode subscribe to the youtube and uh everywhere that you like listening to podcasts we love you make sure you leave a review please reviews help to get a scene and we want to yes, take this they podcast. Do. We want to take this podcast over the moon and back around the everywhere. whole universe and back all right mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for your support make sure you come back now you hear much love. Peace. No.